Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. In this HR Chat, we're going to consider some ways that HR is falling short in addressing racial equity issues in the workplace the changing focus of healthcare in America from sickness to wellness, and we'll preview the upcoming NAAA HR conference happening in May. My guest this time is AJ Ali, founder and CEO at Love is the Answer, a 2022 Joseph R. Biden Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award honoree, a US Air Force Service disabled veteran, and lifetime member and strategic partner of the NAAA HR. AJ, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. It's great to be here with you. For those of you who don't who don't know you, haven't heard of you yet, why don't we start there, AJ? Why don't you take a minute or two and and introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, sure. Hey, everybody. Uh, AJ Ali. I am most importantly the husband of Jane Ali, and uh, everything else comes second. I'm the director and producer of the film Walking While Black. Love is the answer. I have uh, other films and some TV shows and music uh, production under my belt. I've owned a couple of pro soccer teams. Um, I've owned a manufacturing company. I've owned a couple of marketing companies. And I've employed uh, folks throughout the years. Uh, I'm very familiar with uh, the the, um, uh, importance of having a very strong uh, HR plan and people uh, in place who love people. And uh, my proudest moments uh, in business, I guess you could call it business because it was my occupation. I served my country, United States Air Force from 1983 to 1987. And I try to continue to serve my community every day by just helping to make the world a better place. Okay, let's let's focus on uh, the world of HR then, because this is an HR podcast, AJ. In your opinion, where is HR falling short when it comes to addressing racial equity issues in the workplace? Well, I think a lot of people are checking boxes. Uh, you know, it's very easy to set up a checklist of of things that um, uh, you need to make sure that you've done, and then once you've checked that box, you move on to the next person and the next thing. Um, in general. Uh, we don't we don't take the time to really dig deep and build quality, you know, the highest quality relationships. I think that's one of the areas where we fall short. You know, we've got diversity, equity, inclusion, and other matters that uh, that we're dealing with. We've got uh, people that are living lives outside of the workplace, and um, oftentimes people are asked to bring part of themselves to the workplace, but not their full selves. And it's not implicit, obviously. The signs aren't posted uh, about don't bring your your issues and your life to, to work. But in many, many places, it's all about the cash flow. It's all about, you know, how much money can you generate for the company or how much money can you retain for the company? And, um, you know, your, your personal life, you know, just uh, really doesn't equate you just got to perform. And, and I, I think that's one of the major areas where we're falling short. I um, first became aware of that deficit when uh, when planning and, and preparing for the film, Walking While Black, Love is the Answer. 
and I saw the deficiencies that were take that were in, within the law enforcement world and how it how those deficiencies were affecting performance negatively uh, because uh, these folks are operating in a pressure cooker and there was no release valve and so they would uh, oftentimes uh, and and I say that like it's past tense it's still happening uh, members of the law enforcement community are 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 taking out their um, uh, taking out their uh, issues on the people that they serve and the people at home. Um, so, you know, that's a glaring example, but the same kinds of uh, deficits in, in how we're doing HR these days are also affecting people in corporate America uh, just as much, except they're not obviously going out and, and um, uh, accosting people on the street for no reason, because they they don't have that um, uh, that qualified immunity, do they? They they can't uh, do that, but they they are underperforming at work and they're underperforming at home, in part uh, because HR is falling short and not caring for the whole person. We'll be right back to this conversation after this very brief message from today's sponsoring partner. Hi, I'm Cole, Marketing Officer at WorkZynga. We believe there's more to a company than a job posting, and there's much more to a person than a resume. That's why we created WorkZynga. Visit WorkZynga.com, set up your free profile, and take our short assessment today. We're matching job seekers and employers on company culture fit. Visit WorkZynga.com. Okay, thank you. So why? Why... I mean, it's, it almost doesn't need to be asked, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Why, why should HR professionals care about improving police community relations and maybe reimagining public safety? Well, you know, when it comes to that, um, that's a, that's a, an interesting conversation. I mean, we could talk for hours about that alone, but I know we don't have that time. But here's, here's the deal. Um, if I, as a black man, get stopped for driving while black, on the way to work. Uh, and that's happened to me more than a dozen times. In fact, the film was sparked because I was stopped for walking while black in my own community. And what does that mean? It means I was doing nothing but taking a walk and police stopped me and told me that they they suspected I was breaking in the homes. Well, that happens a lot. And if you if you ask a black person in the workplace if they've ever experienced a stop by police for no reason. Nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you that they have. What happens when that happens? Well, I've had occasions where I've been stopped by police and was so messed up emotionally and mentally from those experiences that uh, I I couldn't think straight for a week. All I could think about was I could have just lost my life. All I could think about was I, why is this happening to me again? Why do I have to be subjected uh, to this inequity? And our white counterparts don't have to deal with things like that. So you can come to work with a, with a clear head. You don't have to worry about your, your sons and daughters uh, and what happens to them if they get stopped by the police, because generally they're treated with courtesy and respect as if they were a family member. And so that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, that's, that's one of the ways that it, that it affects us. And 
you know, it's it's not it's it's not like it's singular incidents that are confined to a singular time and space either. Because if that kind of thing happens to a family member or a friend or a coworker, it's going to trigger a PTSD response in me. And uh, because it, it just happens so often and we've lost so many people and so many lives have been ruined uh, because of it. Uh, but that's just that's just one area where where it affects people. Thank you, AJ, for, for sharing sharing your own experiences there. So, following on from that, then, how important do you think it is for for human resource departments and CSR, corporate social responsibility professionals, to to work more hand in hand? Oh, I think it's vital. I think it's vital because uh, if we can get the the corporate social responsibility folks and the HR folks uh, to interact and, and create programs, not moments, uh, but movements uh, with, within organizations uh, to get, uh, to improve police community relations and to get people in the community uh, working with folks in the, in the company, uh, then we get out of our silo. Uh, you know, we, we get, we have a bigger mission together. It might be Hey, let's let's as a team, let's partner up with first responders and some veterans and let's go and refurbish a community center. You know, let's put our stamp on there as a company that we're building into the community. And when that happens, uh, magic happens because then you you develop deeper relationships with your customers, um, with your suppliers. And as a bonus, you, you know, by working with first responders, you, you develop closer relationships with uh, police and fire and others. And, um, you know, I have a friend who always says, make your friends before you need them. And that's one of the ways that we can do that. So we become more familiar to them. They become more familiar to us. And we have more of a common unity, which if you put those together, it comes out to community. And so as we're building these relationships we're building community and uh, things work better that way. Now then, you and I got here today because the HR Gazette is a media partner of the upcoming NAAA HR conference happening in May. Uh, I believe there are still tickets available, listeners. So if you haven't got yours yet, why not? Come on. It's uh, it's virtual and in person. Uh, so you've got different options. I believe the in-person option is in the uh, American Virgin Islands, not too shabby. Um, so that wouldn't be a bad trip. Um, so you're, you're presenting at that conference happening in May. Tell me about your session and some of the hope for learning outcomes. Well, people are going to love it. It's 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 actually called Love is the Answer. And we uh, go over the Love is the Answer principles, which are uh, they, that those principles undergird the film. And that's the uh, title of our 482-page book that goes with the film. We're going to be teaching people the, the acronym, which is learn about others, open your heart to their needs, volunteer to be part of the solution in their life, and empower others to do the same. And we're going to go deep into uh, what those four things mean in, in life in general, in the workplace, in other parts of your life. And how those things can help you not only bring your full self to work comfortably, but also how you can help others uh, to do that as well. 
beautiful i love that aj that's great um and by the way listeners if you want to learn more about the NAAHR, uh you can check out episode 324 all the way back in i think it was august of, of last year of 2021 with uh with the national president of the NAAHR, the awesome erica broadwater okay sorry about the plugs you know me listeners i'm never a I'm never too shy to do a little plug for another episode, uh, but let's continue through. AJ, how, how effective do you think the NAAHR slash love is the answer national strategic partnership has, has been? And where do you see it heading in the future? Well, it's been so effective, Bill, that uh, we're, we're going to take this global. In fact, love is the answer has already started to make inroads into uh, countries outside of the United States. And uh, Nat Alston, the, the chairman of NAAA HR, and I are, are longtime dear friends. We, we know how uh, each other ticks. And uh, we have really, really worked hard to, to bring the partnership into uh, a, f- a few places, notably uh, Michigan, starting with Ypsilanti, where the uh, NAAA HR National Conference was held a few years ago. From that, uh, Nat had developed great relationships there, and he had told them that he was making a multi-year commitment to the betterment of that community, and he held to that, and uh, part of what he did is he brought Love is the Answer in, so the, the city wound up uh, becoming the first city in America to, uh, to adopt a lifetime universal license of our film, which means they can use it anywhere, anytime in that uh, city. And then for branching out from there, the, the mayor, Lois Richardson, has, has been wonderful. We've developed relationships with nonprofits and ministries and other groups in not only Ypsilanti, but throughout Washtenaw County. Uh, that partnership has led to uh, congressional funding to come to a nonprofit there called Educate Youth. And we'll be working closely with them in AAA HR and Love is the Answer. Uh, to help that uh, nonprofit do more in the community using the Love is the Answer principles. We're, we're doing similar work in Monroe County, New York, with the NAAA HR chapter there. And, uh, uh, and in uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, we've done a tremendous amount of work with them that uh, is now spreading throughout the state of Pennsylvania. There are literally dozens of law enforcement agencies uh, that we have been connected with and, and affecting uh, their their HR policies and how they relate to the public. So we want to go deep and wide. We, we want to take this partnership into uh, every state and uh, and on other, in other uh, countries and really really make a difference together. It's just a, it's a dream partnership uh, because uh, in AAA HR uh, really is the the best at, at what it does. And, and we're bringing this, 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 this whole new element to the table. They've already got this beautiful banquet of services that, uh, that are being utilized by, uh, by folks, not enough folks though. We want to, we want to spread that and uh, through this partnership, increase the membership of NAAA HR, increase its reach uh, and, uh, and the influence that it has on, on making society better. So we're we're doing a great job of that so far. And I really believe that we can do a, a whole lot more. Uh, what we've done so far is just the tip of the iceberg. Okay, there we go. The bar has been set, listeners. More to come 
So uh, watch this space. And uh, maybe that's my segue in terms of getting AJ back on the show in a year's time to find out how it's all going. Just a couple more questions for you for now, though, AJ. I understand that you're the host and producer of the Wellness 101 game show. That sounds fun. Can you tell me a bit about it? Yeah, yeah, certainly. It, it is a lot of fun. We we have the game show and then we have uh, content that we curate and share on social media. So you can find us using the uh, the name Wellness 101 Life altogether at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And what we do there is we post wellness content that uh, I curate uh, and we post that daily. Um, we have the game show portion that we haven't done in a while uh, because of my work with Love is the Answer. Uh, the game show is a lot of fun. Uh, we we had uh, dozens of live events, and the plan was to take it to television. Uh, and we would get uh, teams of people together, and, and they would uh, answer wellness trivia, and then they were rewarded by products from the sponsors and uh we've 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 stopped doing that for a while uh, that actually uh was was stopped when i got heavy into production of the film walking while black love is the answer and uh i really didn't want to divide my time in fact that time was so intense that um i didn't have the bandwidth uh to continue uh, putting on a, a smiling face in front of a group while I was dealing with the uh, subject of of racial profiling by police, and uh, now that we we've got the film done and and we've really gone down the down the road a bit with uh, with that program, we may be bringing the game show back soon. That's really it, it's just a lot of fun for everyone, but uh, for now people can check out our social media, Wellness One Hundred One Life, and uh, get wellness tips every day that will help them mentally, physically, emotionally, and even spiritually. Okay. I know how I am spending my evening listeners. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> and just finally for today, AJ, how can, how can our listeners connect with you? I, mean, I, I think I know the answers because I, I think I know all of your social channels, but it sounds like it's uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Maybe you want to share some of those details. Maybe if you've got an email address that you want to share too, please do so. Yeah, so really the best way to um, to look me up is just just plug my name into any of those social media. Uh, you can also uh, put it in with hashtag try love now. That will uh, bring uh, up a lot of the things that, that I do. You can uh, please look at our website for the Love is the Answer movement at uh, www.trylovenow.com. And we've tried everything else. So why don't we try love now? Trylovenow.com. And you can email me at uh, info at loveistheanswermovement.com. And um, I love hearing from folks, especially if you want to do something to make the world a better place. Hashtag try love now. I love that. I think it's fantastic. I, I do worry if it ever gets hijacked by, uh, let's say, less reputable brands. Uh, but that is a <laughs> cracking, cracking hashtag, sir. <laughs> AJ, that just leads me to say for today, I've really enjoyed this. I could have sat here and chatted to you about a lot more things for a long, longer time. But um, unfortunately, the, the podcast is only 20 to 30 minutes. So this time around, thank you so much for being my guest on the HR Chat Show. Thank you, Bill. It's been, it's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you. I hope to meet you in person.
one day soon. Yeah, we can do that again now, right? That's fantastic. Um, okay, listeners, well, and, and, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.